Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simming Kuf Samiches. We left off in the middle of Sivches. We are up to the top line on page Samiches, which is the page following 134. We discussed last night in the beginning of Sivches these Lachmanios, and we had two categories. One was a thicker batter that we said had a din of lechem gomer, and the bracha was hamotzi and you had to bench afterwards. And then we had the looser batter, and we said over there it gets a din of pasav that the bracha is borim mizonos, and the bracha afterwards is alamuchia. And if you're koveya suda on it, then you make a hamotzi before and a bracha samazon afterwards. So the mechaber picks up on the top of samaches and he writes v'iachil luhu besocha suda. If this second group we just discussed, which as the Mishaburu will tell us, it's the same thing by all Passover of Kisnen, if you eat it during a Suda, Shalom Machmas HaSuda, not as part of the Suda to fill you up, but you eat it during a Suda, to Unim Baruchah Lufneim Velola Acharem, you will need to make a Mazonos before eating it during a Suda, but you will not need a Baruchah Achorne afterwards, we'll discuss this in great detail in a moment. The Mechaber ends off with a new topic again. But these thin rikikim, these thin cracker-like items that you place some kind of jelly or some kind of other mixture on top of it, so the crackers are bottled to the mirkachas, they're tofel, they're secondary to the mirkachas, and in this case, the brocha on the mirkachas, which is the item on top of the cracker, will patter up the cracker, and the cracker will not actually need a brocha at all. So we're going to tackle these two different uh, topics one after another. We'll start with Sivkot and Mem. We said, If you eat it during a suda, it needs a bracha. Pirish lahani rakim vidakim. This discussion of the loose batter, these thin crackers that have a dinner possible the kisten, if you eat it during a suda, we said, Shalom machmas asuda will require a bracha before. But says the Mishabura, Vuhu adin l'chol pasava b'kisna muvarim b'sev zayin. This halacha, the machabra over here, is not specifically relating to the discussion that we just had in this sif. It's really going back on all the cases of pasava b'kisna. All of them, if they are eaten during a suda, Shalom machmas asuda will require a bracha. If it sounds funny, so we'll see shortly the Biralocha where it brings various achorim that argue on this mechaber. But let's first finish the mishaburas on this topic. So you eat this pasal of the kistin, shalom machmas asuda during a meal, but not machmas the meal pirish, meaning to say, you are not eating it to satisfy your hunger. You are having it rather as dessert, as something sweet. Because if you were eating it to satisfy your hunger, even if you only ate a little bit of it, that would be considered a regular part of the suda. The ain't sarah bracha and would not require a bracha. Sivkotam and beis to unin bracha. But again, if you're eating it during a suda, not machmas a suda, just as a dessert, then it would require a bracha rishona. The kevan the eno ochal zel l'shem suda. Since you are not eating it l'shem suda, it's not part of your suda. It's not to fill you up. Lo niftar be birchas hamotzi. It does not get patted by the bracha of hamotzi. Just like we know the Allah is, if you eat an apple at the end of a suda, you have to make a bracha on the apple. Here also, these cases of Pasababakistan, if you're eating it as a dessert, and not part of the suda, not to fill you up, will require a bracha of mizonos. 
Vim ochel harbe kashir kviya suda mavur misavav, but if you need a lot of it at the end of a suda, and it's going to be the shear of a regular kviya suda like we discussed in zivav, so afilu acholon lemesika ba'alma nifta bebirchas hamotzi, then even if you're only eating it as a sweets or as a dessert, then it would be patted by the hamotzi. The kevan dei acholon shelo besoch hasuda tzarch levar hamotzi, because since if you were eating this amount of pasul bekisin on its own, at not Having nothing to do with the Suda, the Bracha with the Hamotzi. So, Memela, the Socha Suda, Nifta, the Bracha Samotzi. So, Memela, if you're eating it during a Suda, it's obviously potted by the Hamotzi that you already made. So, if you're having less than a Kviya Suda, and it's not coming Machmasa Suda, that's where you would require a Bracha Lufneim, Sifkatan, and Gimel. This is all discussing types of pas. Again, possible bekisnin. Aval biinyone ma'isa kedera. If it's a type of dish, shaboyim l'mazon u'latavshul, it comes to to fill you up. It comes as part of the suda. So tamid machmas asuda himboyim. This type of tashul is always considered coming machmas the suda. Kimavur besimek hov ayin zayin. And therefore, it would not need a bracha. Even if this dish is filled with peros, like some kind of a apple kugel, the kadome, so it would not require a bracha. So the fruit that's inside is just considered tofel to the mulyasa, which is the dough part, and therefore the flour, the dough is the ikr, and the fruit is considered bottle to them, and since there's no bracha on this pasal bekistin, on this, on this dish that you're having, not a pasal bekistin, but rather this tavshil, there's no bracha on this tavshil, there'll also be no bracha on the fruit that is mixed together with it. You should not be machmir to take out some of the apples or some of the fruit that's there to make a boy prayats, to have a brachlavatala, that would be a brachlavatala since it's bottled to the rest of the dish. That doesn't require a bracha, so the fruit filling over there would also not require a bracha. Let's pause over here and see the Be'alacha, because if Kadam Dalit is the last topic that the Mechaber discussed, which changes gears a little bit. So let's see the Be'alacha here on page Samuches. The Be'amaskal Tu'un Ibrachal Ufneim. So again, the Mechaber told us that any pasta of a kisten that you're eating during a suda, shalom machmas suda, and it's not a sheer kviya suda of the pasta of a kisten, would require a mezonos before. So I am the mishabura shekasanu b'shem magen avram, who adin l'chol pasta of a kisten amavur b'sevzayin. Look what we saw in the mishabura b'shem magen avram that this halach applies to all pasta of a kisten that we discussed yesterday in sevzayin. And like the Mughan Avram says, is in fact brought down by many Rishonim. However, this halacha is really just an ikaradin halacha. But for us, the misavkinan the pas above the kistin mahi. But we who really have a suffix, what exactly is considered pas above the kistin? And we have three different opinions. We don't know what really pas above the kistin is. Even though, as we learned yesterday, the mechaber paskin to be lenient to make a mezonas on all of them. Hainu mishum de suffix de rabbanon lahokil. That's because of Safi de Rabbanu Migol Lekula. Ve'ein matzrichim l'levarech hamotzi u'berchas hamozin kishapas. Therefore, we're not going to require the tulas edayim and hamotzi and berchas hamozin like by other bread. So we go Lekula. 
That's when you're eating it on its own. So the kula is to make a mizonos and not to assume that it is bread. Which is not the case over here when you're eating it during a meal. So it wouldn't be logical to assume that this food that we are masupik, is it really possible to kiss it or not? Because it's a machlokas. So we're not going to assume it's possible to kiss it to require a bracha. That would be a chumra. We want to go to kula over here. To go to kula over here would be to assume it's regular pass. And it doesn't need a bracha. It was covered by the hamotzi. The other rabbi, Suffolk, the rabbi, the just to summarize, if we're going to go Savi Brachas Lahakil, if you're having something that's possible to kiss in according to one shita, but maybe not according to other shitas, so anything you're eating might be pass, and might be possible to kiss in. So outside of a suda, you're eating on its own, going Lakula is to make a mizonos on it, not to wash, and not to make a mozi, and not to bench on it. But if you're eating it during a suda, so then that would be a chumrah, because it would require an extra bracha mizonos, to say Savi Brachas Lahakil, we would assume it's regular pass, and it was covered already by the Therefore, one should not make a bracha on Passover B'Kisan during a Suda, unless it has all three requirements, and it's 100% vada that it's Passover B'Kisan, then for sure it does require a Mizonos during the Suda. And he reviews the three requirements, the Hainu Shemimula, number one, it's filled, it's also a dough that was made, kneaded together with honey or something similar. And it's thin and dried out. So if it has all three requirements, then you could assume it's possible to kiss them. They handle over here at note 39 that maybe that would be the dinner of uh, wafers. Some say maybe Napoleons. Some kind of food that has uh, sweet dough and it's filled. And it also is a little brittle, it breaks easily like a cracker, a thin dry cracker. So something that has all three, there the Biralocha says you'd make a mizonos, otherwise we would go Lakula and we would not make a mizonos during a Suda. Based on what we saw yesterday in the Biralocha, remember we said yesterday that maybe all three opinions really agree with each other, and they're all just stating one case about possible to kiss them, but really all three are possible to kiss them. So then, that it wouldn't be so schwer, this Psaka the Magad Avram, to make a bracha. But according to what we take on, that we're not sure if it's really, they're all that way, or it's, uh, they're, they're arguing with each other, and therefore we would go Lamaisa, Lukula, and we would not make a bracha during a Suda and Passover Kisten. And he ends off, and he, okay, unless it has all three requirements. Uladina. Nira, halach l'maiser appears that the ochel dover hanilush bedvashu may beitzim uchiyagadna besoch hasuda. One who is eating some kind of cake that was kneaded with honey or egg water or something similar, and you're eating it during a suda, kegolekach v'kichluch, like some kind of uh, cake or cookie, osha ochel kaven yevashin, or you're having some kind of crackers, lo yevarech besoch hasuda afilum ochel nekinua. Halach l'maiser says the b'alacha, you should not make a bracha if you're eating it during the Suda, even if you are eating it for dessert. For the reason he mentioned earlier. And if you eat the first category of things that are, are filled with fruit, 
category one. So if you make a bracha on that during a suda, so you don't lose. The mashma the rov haposkim soverim kain there's no pas kisnin. That is the majority sheet of what pas of the kisnin is. So if you want to make a bracha on the fruit filled uh, cakes, so that would be okay. It's not bad. But again, halach lemaisa, you don't have to make a bracha on any of the pas of the kisnin unless it has all three categories. Ubechay odem mashma the afa lekal vekichlo lachilo roi sheichavim b'shas birchas hamotzi lifterosan. And the mashmos of the Chai Odom is that even on the regular cookies and cake, l'chadchilo, you should have in mind when you make your hamotzi that you're going to patter them, because again, it is a savei bracha, so best would be to have in mind to patter it. Let's go weiter in the Mishabur. Now we're in Sivkota and Memdalud. And we're going on the last point that the Mechaber discussed, which is a whole new topic. The Mechaber told us these rikikim dakim, let's call them these thin crackers, that you place the merkachas on them, let's call that some kind of jelly or some kind of other mixture. And the crackers are tofel to the merkachas. So the merkachas is the ikir, and the brocha on the merkachas will patter the crackers. Right? Normally we think of making a brocha on the mezonos and pattering other things. In this case, as we're going to see, the crackers are only there to hold the merkachas. You really just want to eat the merkachas. So the brocha on the merkachas will patter up the brocha on the rikikim. Says the Mishiburah, said, Kotem Mendalud, Avo. Koi al ikir din pasababikisan, and this is going back on the ikir halacha pasababikisan. The kamash one is coming to teach us. The zelo havi bechlalo. This is not part of those categories. The ein mevorachan baze al ha'isa klal. In these cases, you will not make a bracha on the dough at all. Mishum da havi tefilah lemerkachas, because the mefarish is considered secondary to the merkachas, as we will explain. Sivkotem them hey heim tefilah. There's a very important mishabura with a lot of practical applications. They are tofel. The crackers are tofel to the merkachas. The ain miskavnim lechla rikikim. Your kavona, your intention is not to eat those crackers. Viraksha usin osam kideishilo yitonfu hayadayim merkachas. The sole purpose of those crackers is you don't want to dirty your hands by sticking your fingers into the merkachas to eat it. So you dip the crackers in to get to the merkachas that you really want to eat the merkachas. You have no interest in really eating these crackers that are together with it. Therefore, in this case, the dough, the crackers, that's considered secondary. Now, in note number 35, they make a over here to ice cream cones. Ice cream and a cone. So an interesting discussion. So you have ice cream that is sitting in a cup that is made out of mezonos, which we call a cone. Ice cream in a cone, Ramosha Feinstein writes. If you like cones and you have an interest in eating the cone as well, you should make a mezonos first on the cone. Afterwards, you'll make a shahakol on the ice cream. And the same idea would be by an ice cream sandwich because you want both the mezonos and the shahakol. They're both considered like an ikir. You would require two brachos. 
But you're not interested in a cone, but you're, you know, someone bought a box of ice cream cones, or the store didn't have any cups, all they had was cones, so you got the cone, just push it to hold the ice cream. It just happens to be together, but you have no interest in the cone. Even if you might be eating some of the cone, but you don't really want the cone, it's just there, you would not make a brach on the cone, you would only make a brach on the ice cream, that would be like this case of the mechaber, where the merkachas is on the rekikim. Mishum shu tofel aglida is considered secondary to the ice cream. That is a shita of Rav Moshe, but that way he brings other poskim. Rav Ozna writes, Shemisha ochel es agvia im aglida b'bas achas. If you're eating the cone with the ice cream together, b'chol ofen, in all cases, eno tzarech lovarech al hagvia, you don't have to make a brach on the cone. V'hosev eni adzon shemistabesh shu adin im nisha rak ma'am ne'agvia b'sof achil. We'll get to this shortly. Even if you're left over with a little cone at the end, v'ochel os so rock with a shalia batashas. You don't want to throw it in the garbage. You finish up the cone by itself with no more ice cream, and all you made was a shakal. You don't need a bracha on the end of the cone. Shepatami bracha. Again, the shakal covered everything, and you would not need a mezonos. Even if the gvia, the cone is sweet, So many poskim say there will be no brach on the cone, but again, according to Rav Moshe, if the cone is geshmak, you have a nice sugar cone that you like, you would make two brachos. We're in the third wide line at the end. The achronim right over there. Nowadays, in our Medinos, that we put the Merkachas not on, not on these Rikikim, but rather on Duvshonim, Shekorin Lekach Plodin, they call Lekach Plodin, it's some kind of Uga Memulas, meaning Mesika, some kind of sweet uh, cracker, some kind of Gishmaka cracker, Shetovim HaDuvshonim Lemachab Atzmam, here we're talking about Gishmaka crackers, we put our herring, we put our Merkachas on top of Gishmaka crackers, in Cain, everything changes. Kavanosam gam bishvil achilas haduvshonim. So when you eat the merkachas on the geshmak crackers on the shonim, your kavana is for the eating of the cracker as well. Umemela heima iker, and now the mizonos becomes the iker. Umevarech aleim burim the mizonos. You make a mizonos on those cookies. Upotra merkachas, and that would pat the merkachas, so the din flips around. So in the olden days, whatever these rikikim were, but they were not too geshmak, you just push it with doing it, not to dirty your hands. So then the merkachas bracha patters the rikikim. But now that we put on duvshonim, you talk about our, our crackers or our kilchah that are geshmak, so then that becomes ikr, and that would patter the merkachas that is on it. However, he says further, upash it is obvious. This is specifically if the two things were baked together. So you have this mizonos, this geshmaka cookie, and you have some merkachas on it, they will bake together. That's where the ikr will be, the mizonos, and you'll only make a mizonos. But if you bake the mizonos by itself, and afterwards you put the merkachas on top of it, then the Merkachas does not become secondary. Then you want to eat both of them. We don't say the Merkachas is only there to make the Dushanim more Gishmak. You want to have both of them. And you will have to eat on both of them. You will have to make a bracha on both of them. So to summarize this, Mishibura, we'll see a couple of interesting notes. 
So in the olden days, when you had these rikikin and the merkachas was on it, you really only wanted the merkachas. The rikikin was just not to dirty your hands. You only made a brach on the merkachas. It pattered the mizonos that was there. Nowadays, that our mizonos, our crackers, are more gishmak. So you really want that. So you'll make a mizonos on that and it will pattern the merkachas. But that's only if it was really baked together. But if it was first baked as a cookie and then you put the merkachas on it separately and you want them both, so you would have to make two brachos. If you look at note number 36, he points out, So too if the cookie is baked by itself, And after the mizonos came out, you baked the graham cracker crust, you took it out of the oven or you bought it ready-made, it was baked already, and now you put on the fruit or you put in the cheesecake, Rav says, If you then put it back into the oven, even though the mizonos was fully baked, but you put it back into the oven now with the cheesecake in it, or the fruit in it, that's considered baked together, in which case you'd be able to make just the mizonos that would patter everything, says Rav now let's look at note number 37, going on Aosim Shabura said that if you have these Geshmaka Dushonim which were baked themselves and you put them in Kachas and afterwards you'll require two brachos. This is only if there's a thick layer of the Merkachas on top of the Mizonos. If you have a regular cookie with a little layer of ice cream on top of it, with a little bit of filling in there, there we say, the Merkachas is not coming as an independent achilah, it's just coming to give a little more gishmak to the Mizonos. You would not have to make a brach on it. Therefore, if you have your uh, sandwich cookies, a little cream filling in the middle, it's not considered a separate entity. You make a mizonos, and that covers everything, because that's really just there. It's a small layer. Now, double stuffed, uh, that would be a separate shayla, but uh, a regular Oreo cookie or the likes, push it, it would be a mizonos, because the ikr is the cookies on the outside, and the cream is just there to make it a little more gishmak. Says the Mishaburavaitis of Kadam and Vov. Potartan. So again, the case of the Mechaber was the Merkachas Brocha patters up the Rekikin. Vim Ochala Merkachas Milamala. If you ate off the Merkachas on top, Vihishir Ha Rekikin Vaacholam Ifne Atzman. And you left over the Rekikin separately and you ate them independently, so then it's Pashit Tsarach Levarech Borim Nimzonos Aleyim. Like if you ate all the ice cream and you left with just the cone, now you eat the cone, it's Pashit, you have to make a Mizonos. Ach! If you ate them together as one, and you left over with a little bit of the rakik with no merkachas on it, you will not have to make a bracha on that, no mizonos. Since your ikrachil was together, and the crackers are considered tofel to the merkachas, ain choshen agmar ha'achila. Practical application for us is you're eating a bowl of Cheerios with milk and you make a mizonos on the Cheerios and you have a little milk left, milk left over in the bottom and you drink it, you do not need to make a shakla on that milk. The milk was potted with the mizonos, the whole dish had a mizonos and that's all you need. Finishing up the milk at the end will not require an independent bracha. Let's see one more sift that's very quick. Sift test. Pass gomer, regular bread. Afilu pachos mi kezayis, even if it is less than a kezayis in size, muvarech olav hamotzi, you must make a bracha rishon of hamotzi on it. But there is no bracha after any food. 
Specifically discussing over here, there's no brachrona after bread unless you ate a kazayis. So any small crumb that you eat of bread needs a hamotzi before, but no brachrona unless you eat a kazayis. Says the Mishaburah, if you ate pachas mi kazayis, you still need a brachrona. Even if it's the smallest amount, you need a bracha. Rishona, the oser, lehonos, min haolam, hazab, li bracha. And I'll get pleasure from this world without a bracha. So any small amount that you eat requires a bracha. Rishona. However, until you get the share of a kezayis, you will not need any bracha. Afterwards, if katam emches, hainu lo birchas hamozam, velo shum bracha achrona. Not birchas hamozam, and not any other bracha achrona. Just by the way, just a little chazara. There was a discussion if you have to wash your hands and feel as a dime if you eat less than a kezayis. And we did come out in the Mishabura that Lemaisa one should wash his hands but absolutely should not make a bracha. So if you're eating less than a kezayis, you will not bench afterwards for sure. You will make no, make no bracha achrona if you're just eating less than a kezayis of only bread. But you will make a hamotzi before and you should wash your hands without making an alatilashadayim. We'll stop here and go weiter mitzvah tomorrow with Sif Yud. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including myrmakimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.